episode nine here it's been it's been a week Andrew how we doing man pretty good pretty good nice to get you back at it again back on the pod grind episode nine it's it's exciting stuff yeah nine episodes um so we had that you know that little week off you know just just a period to get right uh so why don't we go into what do you got for us for politics today? So today we're going to be talking about Goya Foods, uh, the return to high school and elementary school. And also we're going to touch a little bit on Trump and his view on masks. So interesting <laughs> yes. stuff. Interesting yeah, stuff. Interesting. Interesting what do we got stuff. going on in sports though? Well, you know, since our last episode, we have had some things happen. So we're going to touch briefly on Mahomes signing the brand new contract. I'm sure you've heard of it by now. Um, we'll touch on how the NBA bubble is doing. And, you know, Oladipo is in the news again. So, you know, he's just he's just playing with us. So let's – uh, boy let's, from Indiana. Yes, sir. What yes, sir. a state. Am I right? Yep. Yes, it is. Uh, okay. So why don't we why don't we get started? Start us off. Start so off. we are talking first up. We got Goya Foods, uh, typically Hispanic food, you know, company, and their CEO came out and said, "Yeah, I like Trump." You know, he's like, "I like Ike, but I like Trump." Um, so he came out said that he was a fan of Trump. Uh, and people did not take that well whatsoever. Um, and of course, Trump being the guy who always wants as much media as possible, just like any politician, uh, of course, capitalized it posting on Instagram right after, uh, the Goya CEO, um, you know, made the statement. He was like, yeah, I heart Goya. Um, so, you know, given his stance on a lot of kind of immigration, policies especially from mexico uh that definitely didn't sit right with a lot of people yeah no there was a big big public outcry there um yeah for those of you who like don't know the term goya but like they're mainly like the fried beans or the canned beans you guys get from the store or like specific spanish uh type of spices and like meals so that's yeah. kind of what that is. So that's honestly, that's honestly a big deal because they're very popular here and honestly, not just here, but all over. Yeah, honestly, you know, beans, huge. Refried, huge. refried. Big beans guy. Huge beans. Huge beans from beans. cheaper by the dozen. Exactly. <laughs> that's the frog for all you who don't remember that movie. But Yeah, um, um so, you know, Goya isn't a publicly traded company, but I can't imagine that if they were selling shares, they'd be doing all too well right now. Uh, um, you probably want to sell that pretty quickly. Yeah, definitely. Um, not even hold, just straight sell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is us introducing our first new segment, 
market watch just kidding <laughs> we don't we don't do stocks here we're not about no. that insider trading no we um, are definitely not about that <laughs> yeah we are good catholic boys <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um yeah it's not i wouldn't say things are looking too well for goya now or really in the foreseeable future to be honest time heals all wounds and we're gonna have to see if time helps heal goya's wounds yeah so spicy stuff apart from spicy the beans. stuff i see what you did there I see what you did. <laughs> pun god <laughs> yeah um but high school and elementary school the uh the time to learn yes. may not look <laughs> may not look the same for the younger generations this year um well you know we as college students of course know that code has played a huge huge role in whether or not we go back to school in the fall um but something that kind of needs a little bit more attention i would say would be looking at how high school and elementary schools are definitely going to be opening because mm -hmm. you know covid doesn't stop just because you're like you're not immune to covid just because you're young that's something that's been proven ever really since you know covid came out where i think like one of the young like one of the earliest fatalities was like an eight-year-old boy in china so uh definitely doesn't stop for anyone um but you know in high school and elementary school there's definitely more of a different dynamic than college because just with like the physical space you know it's crazy different because you have kids you know, hundreds of kids going through the halls, at least in high school, going every class, every, you know, 45 to hour, uh, going to different classes. So really, you know, one person has COVID in the hall and they're, and they spread it. That's like, that's basically like the entire school just out. Yeah. Um, no, that's, I mean, you make a great point there. And one thing that like, of as you mentioned us being college students it's kind of like ours are more of what you say if i'm going to put it in political terms the federal level considering that it crosses into multiple states like each yeah. college just about has students from other states and i know ambrose has it from other countries as well and most colleges do so like that's a that's a big melting pot now one thing to look at the difference with high school and elementary is it's more of a state basis. Like yeah. um, it's more your city. So you could have, it's not going to all, none of this is ever going to be one good fit, uh, one size fits all, but high school, it's kind of up to the districts and the, uh, the districts for them to see what fits their, uh, kids best and what they're looking for and what keeps them safe the most. Yeah, definitely. Because I mean, of course, with like local education, the you know, pop the student population is definitely more homogenous. Um, but of course, whether you have like the same group group of people getting sick in like a specific area, regardless, that's still like a huge you know population that you're dealing with. Regardless, whether or not these people are going from state to state. And it's still something that like definitely has to be considered when you're actually like tracking the spread of COVID. Yeah. Now I have an interesting question for you based on that. Would it be, do you think it is more beneficial or I would say safer for 
to e either be on a college campus where you're in the in the housing, the dorms, the on college campus, or where you're in high school or elementary and every single kid goes home after school and comes back. I definitely feel like college is definitely like definitely the safer uh of the two. Just because, you know, you can you can kind of like be segregated more on campus, you know, there's more space as opposed to a high school where, you know, it's one basically, you know, basically like one building that you're in in a high school, whereas in a college or university or, you know, of course, probably across a campus, but also like just with high school and elementary, you know, you mentioned going back and forth from home more often. I feel like that would just like allow for greater infection rate because, you know, regardless of whatever the school district's approach would be to handling, you know, social distancing and everything in the school, you would still uh, have, you know, a lot of people within a relative area in the school that would only, you know, either potentially bring it from their house back to their family or from school back to their uh, family members or vice versa. Um, but yeah, I feel like there's just too many people that you're seeing on a daily basis regardless in a local, you know, more local educational structure than you would be on a college campus. So, you know, therefore you yeah. have more. I feel like the more, the more variables that come into play, it seems the unsafer it gets when dealing with coronavirus. And I think high school and elementary have more variables in play considering they're uh, going out and like, I mean, most of these cases from college and high school, they really aren't getting it from being there. They're getting it from going out and in the in the town and stuff like that and yeah. then bringing it back. Definitely. And like for a lot of these school districts too, like they they have like the task of the century to try and figure out what school is going to look like in this fall because obviously they have to educate you know, the kids that go to these schools, but they also have to do so in a manner that would, um, you know, be conducive, of course, to learning. Um, for the school district that my younger sisters are in, Munster, Indiana. Um, Shout out the region. The region, the region rats, baby. <laughs> um, but they haven't even like set forth like a plan yet for opening school, mainly because I don't even think they know. Um, they sent out a survey to all the parents in, that, you know, send their schools to, or children to uh, schools in the region, uh, asking basically whether or not they would feel comfortable with sending their kids back. Um, but this was like a week ago, and they, of course, haven't released any results. Um, but I was also yeah, thinking, but... like, I was thinking, like, if you actually do have to, like, if the school deems it that they have to send you know, kids back to school and, you know, like at least with like passing periods, like why do you need the kids moving across the school and not the teachers? Yeah. that would, Back in elementary school, I mean, that's how we did it in like what second, third grade. Yeah. The teachers, I mean, that would get really boring for the students, but that honestly might be the safest way. Right. Because like the way you can map it is, you know, obviously an English teacher in high, at the high school level at least wouldn't be teaching like history necessarily um so you'd have like the teachers of course move between classrooms but also what i was thinking though too um if a student 
you know, can tracks COVID from wherever they can map it from like a classroom basis and, you know, not only trace, but also isolate that group. Um, so, you know, if there were to be, you know, cases within the school, they could be more, um, you know, limited from spreading. Yeah. And you could easily identify it. Yeah. That makes definitely. sense. But I have one question also kind of regarding high school. So like, what do you think is going to happen? Cause it, let's say they have to go online. Yeah. The, the amount of people, I mean, I would probably, if you're going to a private school and you're paying whatever that is, wouldn't you see a large number of students go from private to public school since it's more, you're already paying for it with your tax dollars. So oh, you might as well. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, you know, it also kind yeah. of like moves on up to um, the college level too. Like why pay $40,000 yeah. a year for online school? You know, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, I, I don't think you can make like an overreaching statement for every single private school across the U S to say like, Oh, is this worth it? Is it maybe not? Um, because I went to private school from like, you know, basically kindergarten up to eighth grade. And, you know, it's basically like a community in my school, you know, like everyone was friends with everyone. Um, teachers of course knew everyone because there were only like 50 people in my class, 50 or like, I think the largest my class was, was like 70 people one year. Um, so I don't know, you know, just kind of have to look at it by a case by case basis. Yeah. That's just one thing for you guys kind of to keep an eye on in the fall. Just if that, you see that trend starting to happen. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, I think we've touched on everything with, uh, schools you know got a well-rounded debate going yes yes Yes. uh so finally president trump and the masks what a hot button issue am i right or am i right (laughs) you're wrong (laughs) no you're right you're right um but yeah uh trump was going to walter reed medical center which is like the big kind of dc hospital you know when reagan was shot he went there um yeah he went in wearing a mask came out no mask (laughs) mask off Um, mask off (laughs) to quote to quote critically acclaimed rapper future um but yeah i mean i'm sure as a lot of us know masks in 2020 is a bit of of an interesting subject to say the least uh some people think the masks are a good idea some people think that masks aren't a good idea uh, and unfortunately, it's become an insanely uh, politicized issue. When when you look at the science, masks save lives <laughs> to begin with. You know, that's it's a, it's a pretty strong opening statement. Um, but yeah, I mean, people need to wear masks, but people are just like, oh, if the president doesn't have to wear a mask, why should I? Yeah, um, I mean, we, t- we touched on that back when we had uh, Preston on in our second episode um like mass back then that was what a month and a half ago and there was an issue with people not wanting to wear masks because one trump didn't wear or no one on his staff wore it exactly you know 
it's just think <laughs> you know <laughs> and now but now now he's i guess coming along to it he's kind of realizing he has to wear it yeah well i also think part of it too is just because of like political pressure you know yeah. a lot of republicans are like yeah maybe it might not be the worst idea to wear a mask maybe we should like actually like listen to science for once that'd be oh that'd be kind of crazy you know do keep in mind like, though he is he is tested every day so he's kind of in the minority of like people knowing whether they have it or not well yeah but i mean just because you're tested doesn't mean you're like immune from having it no exactly i was just throwing that out there yeah uh yeah i don't know i saw a facebook post uh which has since gone vi- viral uh, a couple of days ago where this one woman lived somewhere in washington and she drove eight hours round trip just to get groceries in idaho because there isn't a mask requirement in idaho like that's insane like, that is insane it's just so stupid like mask or no mask i wouldn't like that's just stupid driving four hours to get groceries Tells you, it tells you just what people think of it. <laughs> exactly. So stupid. But that's what I got. That's what I got. Uh, what do we got um, up in sports? Yeah, so let's go on over. So since we've been gone, um, you've, we've seen Mahomes get a deal for 10 years, $503 million, Andrew. Patrick Mahomes, Jeez. the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, 10 years, $503 million, or 500, now it's like up to 530, but you know. Oh, really? They upped it? Because I remember the initial deal, deal was like 450 million. Well, the, it was 433, but I think with incentives and all, it's in the 500 range. Hmm. Yeah. Absolute so, unit of a salary. Dude, is he going to be taking us out to dinner or what? <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. Just gotta he's, be he's a friend the of, of the Kansas NFL. City. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> honestly, think of that. Man. Think of that though. Like the most expensive transfer in soccer was the Neymar deal, which was like two hundred twenty-two million. That's like a little more than half of what Patrick's is. True, but his That's deal insane. was nineteen years, was it? No, but still, so, but that's still, like a yeah. lot of money. That's a no. lot of money. No, to say the least, that's a lot of cash. That is a lot of cash. He's got some uh, walking around money. <laughs> just a little, just a little. I thought it was just funny that LeBron tweeted at him and he said, congrats, man, can I get $5? Because, <laughs> of course, so LeBron funny. does not need any help. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, definitely. Because, I mean, I don't know exactly what LeBron's salary is, but he got like that billion dollar Nike deal though, right? Oh yeah. He's he's loaded and he knows how to spend his money well and invest it so he gets even more money. So Big I would brain. not ex- I would not be shocked to see him on the billionaire chart soon. Yeah. But Definitely. um yeah, Mahomes, he lock he's locked up. He's locked up. Um but you know, he's He's deserved it from what I've seen so far. So, I mean, you can't really can't really complain or argue against that. Yeah, I guess. But next. It's hard, it's hard to argue with $500 million. <laughs> I know he's not arguing, is he? Oh, definitely not. <laughs> um, we're, now we're going to update you guys on the NBA bubble. 
So last week, um, all the teams uh, flew down to Orlando. And so all the teams are there right now, and they've been there for a little time. So all of them are out of their two uh, full-day quarantine. So now they're all practicing. So things are going actually pretty well, and they just came out with their coronavirus test, like they tested them when they got there. And two out of the 233, I think, have corona. So those are really good numbers, I think. Don't you think, Andrew? Oh, definitely. I mean, two out of that many is just 322. Sorry, 322. That's the number. But two out of 322, I don't even know what percentage that is, but that is really good, and that's a good sign for the NBA because uh, for this thing to work, they kind of need to really keep those numbers down. <laughs> but, I mean, um, seems like but, they're having fun, though, too. They're, shot, they're having, like, shotgunning beer. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's one thing. So we've heard we've heard multiple like the first night people got there, they showed their food. They also didn't show the full meal and it looked like they were uh eating at off an airplane food diet. But um now they have whatever they want. Now the the thing was they got the first two days they kind of got that type of food, but once their quarantine was over where they couldn't leave their room. Now they can leave the room and the food is a lot better. So, you know, decent. Uh, yeah, it's decent. And uh, they're, they're also staying at a Disney, Disney uh, hotel room. So, you know, it's probably not too shabby, but um, I've seen the players fishing. Uh, a lot of them are hitting the links, golfing. Are you even so, allowed to fish though at Disney World? Uh, they are now, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I've never seen anyone go to Disney and fish, so. Uh, <laughs> For everything, I guess. Yeah, but I guess, they, yeah, they are fishing. They're playing bags. They get the pool at their, at their whatever resort they're at. So, um, you know, it's a billion-dollar bubble, and I think Doc Rivers said it best, the coach for the uh, Clippers. He said, you know, Yes, it's not the perfect situation, but, you know, with everything going on in the world right now, I don't think there's much to complain about, don't you think, Andrew? Yeah, definitely. Now, what is your take on the MLS also being in Disney? I mean, MLS is back, for those of you who don't know. They're having the tournament also in Disney. And do you think, like, there are two teams that have dropped out because of coronavirus for the MLS so is that kind of worry you if you're an NBA person um I don't know I mean they're different leagues definitely um different fan bases of course um I don't know I mean as long as they're screening people that are coming in I th- I feel like things are fine and if they find like a positive case within either of the leagues uh there's definitely you know, reason for concern. Um, but I mean, if a team has to drop out, a team has to drop out. There's not really too much you can do. Yeah. No, I mean, the NBA, I'm not really concerned about the MLS being there and there being positive cases because, like you said, you're in your own little bubble. But one thing I am a little concerned about is, although you are in your bubble, Disney World has reopened the park the amusement park itself and 
cases are at an all-time high. They just broke the record yesterday for most cases in a state since the pandemic started in Florida. Yeah. So I just heard a report that thing too that Miami's like the new New York. It's like yeah. the center in the U.S. Yeah, and the bubble is located in Orlando, but that's still like I. That's just I don't understand the thinking there. Opening up for Disney, I, I mean, I do understand the thinking. They want money and revenue, but. You know, that's one thing if I was Adam Silver, commissioner of the NBA, I'd be a little a little cynical about. Yeah, definitely. Like, the entire state of Florida is just, like, a mess right now. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. But, you know, as so far, as of July 14th, the bubble is going as well as you could have imagined it for the NBA. So, I only hope it keeps going strong. Yeah. Let's hope. Let's hope. <laughs> let's hope. Okay. Little news retaining to the bubble. Pacers fan, as you know, I. Um, Oladipo, there was a report yesterday came out that Oladipo has had a few great practices, and he's thinking about playing, maybe. Ooh. So, that boy is from Indiana. <laughs> big news, because he was really, as we mentioned in the last podcast, he said he's not going to play, and that's a big shot to the Pacers. And now, but he did travel with the team, and he's in Orlando, and he's had a few great practices. And I don't know what he's trying to do, if he's just trying to toy with us and play with us and be like, ha-ha, I'm just messing with you guys. But I don't know what he's doing over there, man. Uh, it'll, be like a, it'll be like a LeBron, LeBron move. Why would that be a LeBron move? It's like, kind of like he'll be like, yeah, I don't think I'm coming back. I don't think I'm coming back. He releases uh, a statement saying like, yeah, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. And then when it gets down to the actual games, doesn't even play. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's the same kind of mentality. Uh, yeah, so I think Oladipo should just do what's best for him. He's obviously not playing with us. He's seen he's had great progress in his practice. So maybe, you know, he has a, a month before the playoffs start. Maybe he decides to play. You know, who knows? But just make the best decision possible for him. So – Andrew, we are done with sports, but I heard we have something coming up. We have shot or no shot next, guys. So stay tuned for that. But what's what's coming up next episode, Andrew? We have the tenth episode. Yes. Like just banger. It's gonna be a party for your ears. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's a great way to put it. Great way. Great to way to put it because that's really the only way to put it. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna have all of the guests that we've had on so far and we're just going to get into it you know we're going to talk mm-hmm. about sports and politics of course and also also some other life things like just live movies stuff like that you know exactly. nothing's nothing is off the table here nothing is off the table it is going to be an episode to listen to so if yes. you're one of our faithful listeners if you're in the silent majority gang <laughs> episode 10 is going to be the episode for you because it's no be episode 10 is going to be something you will want to listen to once it drops. Exactly. An absolute blast. Absolute blast. I couldn't agree more. So why don't we transition into shot or no shot, Andrew? Definitely. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Patrick Mahomes plays in more than 95% of his games during his 10-year contract. So that means he he plays in more than 95% of all of his games during that 10-year span. No shot. 
no shot. I agree. I agree that uh, I think just football is such a physical sport. There's no way he plays more than 95%. So I'm definitely going no shot. Exactly. Even if he's like not, like if he doesn't get injured and is like, you know, the next 10 years of his career, which yeah. is insanely possible. Insanely, yeah. Like the coach at some point is going to be like, yeah, I don't want you playing just for like, you know, we got a big game next week. You got to rest yeah. up. Yeah. So, I agree. No chance. Um, okay. Okay. Touched on this earlier. High schools will have in-person classes in the fall. Um, overall, I'd say shot. Okay, why don't we go to two cases here? So, overall, I think we both go shot. Yeah. But how about in our respective states? So, you, Indiana, and me, Texas. I would, I would probably say no shot for Indiana. Okay. Just because, you know, even though Eric Holcomb, who's the governor of Indiana, is a Republican, He's still taking like a pretty, you know, liberal, surprisingly enough, uh, approach to COVID. And I think, you know, the school year is going to start in only like a month, yeah, month and a half tops. And, you know, the U.S. is already gaining in cases. So I'd say no shot. I'd say I'd say no shot, but I would not be surprised if they do just because Texas does it different every way. All right. No. Already the first. <laughs> yeah, you're here first. Inside sources. Okay, now here we got a Premier League one. Leicester City finishes top four in the Premier League. So no. that means they finish that means Liverpool, Man City, and then it's between Chelsea, Leicester, and Man U and Wolves to fight for those third and fourth spots. No shot. I agree. No shot. They're not playing well right now, and Man U is playing well, and uh, I think Man U and Chelsea get it. Exactly. Like, Leicester and Man City, or Man U, both have the same amount of points. And, yeah. you know, I feel like they're definitely going to get tangled up from, like, fifth to seventh, because then it'd be, yeah. like, Leicester, Wolves, and then Sheffield. And they're definitely, like, I feel like that, and like the Wolves and Sheffield level. I agree. I agree. And I think Leicester's schedule is tougher than Man U's. So oh. I think they're just Man U's on a roll right now. Although they did slip up last game and drop two points, but yeah. I still think they finish. Yeah, uh, is definitely going to be interesting when they play, when Leicester plays Man U. Exactly. Something to watch for soccer fans out there. Definitely. All right. Uh, does Gillian Maxwell start naming names? Ghislaine Maxwell. No, Ghislaine Maxwell, sorry. Jeffrey Epstein. Yes. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, I'd go, I'd go shot. Wow, that's going to, that's going to. That's like a plea deal, I feel like. Yeah, I get they, that. Who's offered a, you know, good enough plea deal, given that, you know, she knew as much as she probably did. Yeah, she if she starts talking, some people in high up are in trouble. I feel like. Oh, definitely. The, but, um, the royal the royal family is in some hot water. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go no shot. No shot. Because there's too many people in high places that always find a way to keep those people quiet. <laughs> I know, but like, so like Jeffrey Epstein was like hung with his clothes, and. They're giving Ghislaine Maxwell paper clothes. 
can't hang hey, man. paper clothes. They, hey, man. They, would have, they would have to literally like break into the jail. Dude, I don't know what's going to happen. I just say no shot. <laughs> no shot. Yeah. Like this whole, like the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing is like some super like weird, like a, like the most public, like super secret society story. I feel like ever. Yeah. But no, that's a whole kind sure. of nasty topic i don't really want to get into so yeah yeah we will we will digress and proceed to the next one which is oladipo plays in the bubble i'd say well plays in the bubble maybe plays in a game plays in a game plays in a game uh i'd say shot just because i'm feeling feeling, uh you're feeling something feeling it yeah um, I'm gonna go optimistic and say shot. Although I would not be surprised if he doesn't. But you know, he's feeling good, so hey, he may Pacers start playing well. He may want to join it. So definitely, I hope. <laughs> now here we go. Our final one. There will be so for those of you that don't know, the new Bronco just came out. Uh. What was it like a few days ago, Andrew? Yeah, the new Ford Bron or what company is it? I think it's Ford. Yeah, is it Ford or Chevy? I feel like it's Ford. It's Ford. I should know this. Okay. Yeah, Ford Bronco. Ford Bronco. Okay. Here is the shot or no shot. There will be a new infamous chase and the new and the brand new Bronco. Meaning there will be someone famous being chased and being live on television just like OJ Simpson. Shot or no shot? 100% shot. 100%. I can only hope. I can only hope. I can only hope. It was a defining moment for that era. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully I'm going to go shot too because just, yeah. just why not? <laughs> I mean, it's just tradition, you know. You have a pandemic every 100 years. You have to have a nice Ford Bronco police chase every, you know. On the LA years. highway. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah. So, hey, you guys will be coming back to us on that one. So, <laughs> just wait. Yeah, I mean, we may we may have a couple of years in the works, but it's it's coming. Just <laughs> it's know coming. it's coming. It's coming. You heard it here first. Um, okay, Andrew, tweet of the day. What do you got for us? Of the day, another shout out, not from anyone in the Trump administration, but okay. the Lincoln Project, which is like an activist group, and they say the silent majority of this election are the millions of Republicans who will vote for Biden. That is a hot take. Yes. Because, you know, generally, like, when you think about the Trump administration, you have a very, like, consolidated view of, like, what Republicanism is. But come November, I think there are going to be some shakeups. Well, we will, we will see. So, of course, we, <laughs> we will, will see. see. What do you got? Okay. I forgot to mention this during talking about the NBA bubble. But two people have broke protocol. Um, uh, Bruno on the Rockets, a role player, and Rachon Holmes, a center for the Kings. One was forgot that he was in uh, mandatory lockdown when he got there because they had a quarantine for two days, and he stepped outside his room. So he has 10 days of quarantine now. And the other one is quite funny, and it is part of my tweet of the day, and is the Kings' Rachon Holmes – Cross the Disney campus line to pick up delivery. So, 
Here's the tweet from Bleacher Report. Kings Rashawn Holmes crossed the Disney campus line to pick up delivery and now has to quarantine for eight more days. Mm-hmm. Now, here is my, here's the funny part. His mom had something funny to say about that. She tweeted at him, you only crossed the line for your mama's cooking, and I was not in Florida, sir. LOL. Love you, baby. <laughs> Uh, so just good old good old mother's cooking man but he he broke the he broke the code for postmates so you know be watch out for postmates you nba players exactly but uh yeah that's gonna that's gonna do it for us today Andrew. yeah thanks for tuning in don't forget 10th episode special it's gonna be a banger and if you want to hear anything in the 10th episode don't forget to email us we have an email it's in the description hit us up got some Got some quality messages from you guys, but keep them coming. Keep yes. them coming. Keep them coming. Keep them coming, please. Yeah. But uh, it's been an honor and signing off till next episode. All right. See you. See ya.